I heard very good things about it today, honestly. Well, like, it's it's just a typical biopic, you know, but the guy who plays Freddie Mercury is just outstanding. Yeah. Oh, hold on. This is playing uh, Black Ops in the background, so. Uh, the ad, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to try and get my desk situated to where it looks decent. I can see the chat room. That dual monitor set up, man. You gotta get there. It's stressful. Oh, I've got a bunch of like toy things in the background. Hold on. Hey, welcome to Capital Fire Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the best. We went live for this. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> I don't know why that was annoying me, but it was. <laughs> it's alright. <laughs> I got... I hit all my dildos and shit, so that's cool. <laughs> you know? Mine are just off-camera. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a nice display for them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> so, what's up? Are we live? What's happening? Yeah, we are, we've yeah. been live. Okay. Well, is that current 75 or is that uh, that's where can we see? total uh, the current uh, we are at zero current. Yes, let's wait, let's wait awesome. for it to let's wait for it to pick up and go live officially at like seven. But at least we can get numbers in here for the time being. Yeah, we're also recording too. Um, well, so if people do miss this, it will be on YouTube and um, Spotify, iTunes. All it, it's yeah, so they're, weird. They're I'm blood looking blood. at you guys on uh, the Twitch stream, and it's delayed, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if I like. Never mind. I'm gonna do something weird, but <laughs> at my sometimes, you know, I would work at my retail job, and I would uh, I would walk really, really, really slow. So my manager, when he has to speed up tape to watch what I'm doing, it looks like everybody's moving really fast, but but me. It's <laughs> <laughs> so like that's the type of shit that I would do at my job. You know, I'm just sitting there, I'm just yeah. walking really, really slow, but everybody else around me is walking normal. So it's like, <laughs> I hate Facebook when it comes to like trying to share link, because it never like spreads. You know what I mean? Like people see that this is live 20 yeah. minutes after the fact. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we still have six minutes. Oh, I, um, so, well, while we have this six minutes, and we still are recording, um, Sean, I know you haven't talked to Alex in a long time. Alex? It's been very long. What, junior year, I think? I know that's when I stopped yeah. playing soccer. Yeah, that's when I, uh, that's when, um, I left, which I guess we'll get into. Yeah. Oh, boy, are we in for funny, fun time. <laughs> well, Alex is, uh, what is it? He's engaged. Yeah. He has a, he has a lovely son named Marco, who's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's not been listening today either, but he is the cutest. I mean, uh, he he's not actually my son, he, he but he's my damn son. Uh uh and and people all the time stop us like, "Oh, your son is so cute." Like immediately. Uh because mm. he looks like me. Which is nice. Four more minutes. But, uh, yeah, I, I uh, have the same issue with my son, because I look just like him. <laughs> well, I don't have that problem, because I look nothing like my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, she kind of looks like uh, my, my old, uh, what was it, my old mailman. <laughs> wow. Funny we'll thing, Matt. that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> No, so, no. so, so, what point before we start? At what point in your podcast um, 
are you actually going to get a couch that's on fire? Um, well, the difficult thing is I live 500 miles away from you guys. You guys live relatively close to each other. Um, I would have to come up to Baltimore. We would have to find a couch and we would have to light on fire. <laughs> you know, I'd buy yeah. a, a couch off of Craigslist or something Dude, and I'd get all the, the whole charters and all that immediately. The whole concept would be to finish the podcast before it burns up. See, th this is where you get your numbers from. You got to do risky stuff. <laughs> stuff that requires the fire marshal. I'm down. I mean, right? I'll, I'll fucking I'll lay on the damn couch and let it on fire. Oh, God. A Buddhist <laughs> protest? What's going on, Rob? <laughs> oh, my. Three more minutes. All right, well, even if people don't join at 7, I think we should start. Yeah, that's well, fine. Let, let's okay. get it rolling, because uh, the, the podcast audio side of the uh, audience yeah. will uh, be super excited about this first portion. <laughs> oh, yeah. Awesome. Sorry, I don't know all the ins and outs to this. Uh... It's literally, it's just going to be conversation. That's literally all I yeah. think it is. <laughs> all right. That's why uh, it should be fun. I don't know. Talk about life. I'm ready whenever you guys are. <clears throat> Rob, go right ahead, man. Whoa, 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 whoa. Well, one thing. Every We have a tradition here on Couch on Fire podcast, which is we do. whoever the... Yes, Chef. You know, you should know this. Whoever is a guest on our show has to uh, do the intro. Go, Sean. What's up, y'all? We are um, doing a podcast today. Uh, it's Alex, Rob, and myself. Well, Sean. Um, am I doing the proper intro? Dude, everything. We're doing a podcast. <laughs> so, uh, it's called Couch on Fire. There is no couch on fire, but this shit's going to be lit. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting a little bit of wrong. delay. I can hear you. There was a lag. Alex, do you hear me? I do now, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, anyway, yes. So Your internet. Internet's the greatest here in yeah. South Carolina. Every time. Every time. I know. It's always something. But anyway, <laughs> so the viewers, the viewers that don't know who Sean Span is, he is a childhood friend of ours. We went to high school um, with him, and he is a crazy man. Who happens to be with a lovely wife and he has a child and it's gonna be fun this is gonna yeah. be a good episode he used to be a lead singer of a, a you know i would say a pretty good band we'll you know we'll see <laughs> yeah no I, I i enjoyed i enjoyed the band we'll get into that but yeah for all the viewers that don't know or listeners that don't know this is sean so we figured we would have him on the um, podcast definitely uh let's get this kicked off all right so, Sean, you know, let's just start off, you know, kind of, I just kind of want to know what's, what's up, what's going on in your life right now? I, you know, I know, uh, I haven't, we haven't spoke to you in years. I know you were in a band and stuff, but recently you, you're married. You're, you're all grown up. You're an adult now. Yeah. So wow. <laughs> I should, I should probably start from when you guys stopped seeing me go to school. Um, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get the fill in. Yeah. So, back in high school, you know, you guys know I was like all, all about music because it was all, all I cared about. Um, <clears throat> the bad portion of that is I didn't care about my academics or, or education, any of that stuff. I hung around Jeff all the time, yeah. who didn't really go to school much to begin with. Um, <laughs> so we basically just started playing music all the time instead of going to school. Dude, and, you, had, uh, you had a recording studio in your house. <laughs> so I know you love music. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So basically what it came down to is one day I went to school. Oh, actually they told me that I had to my parents come with me. Uh-huh. Um, and basically they said, uh, you know, the odds of you making it in the music industry are pretty much never going to happen. Um, you can come back to school, uh, but if you're ever late again, you have to go have a meeting with the Board of Education. And me being my stubborn self back then, I said, okay, see ya, I'm going home. So, <laughs> so, so the school told you, oh, your dream your dream is shit. 
Um, so you need, so you need to give up your dream and come back to school. And he was just like, no, fuck that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but so, yeah, man. And then you you put your heart into it and you uh, created a, a band. Yeah, I had several bands after that that kind of just like didn't go anywhere. I moved over the country probably three or four times. It all just always fell flat. <clears throat> the funny part about everything is that when I moved back home, I told my parents, "Hey, look, I'm done. I'm done like trying to make it in the music industry." Um, you know, I'm gonna do the right thing, get a job, but I might play music. So, <laughs> um, I actually found a group of people that, uh, you know, are really good musically. They, we all had the same chemistry when it came to what we wanted to get out of this music. And it, it was my founding members, it was uh, Justin Huffman, uh, Morgan Wright, and Armand Jassari. Uh, and one day, it was so weird. This is back when MySpace happened. Uh, I got a random message from this dude named Chris Jocelyn. He said, bro, I love what I hear. Um, I just need you guys to go record two songs and send them back to me, and I could potentially get you on a record label. So, like, at that point, I'm like, all right, well, how do I – tell my band this we kind of just recorded a couple songs at justin's house because he recorded us all the time and uh i made up a lie to my band at the time and said that they were going to record us for free but i dished out a couple hundred dollars out of my pocket to go to a studio in york and those two songs that we recorded ended up getting us a record deal but there was more to it um after that because we didn't just get the record deal right there the kicker was we had to drive to Cincinnati, Ohio, and play for Chris Jocelyn, who was, you know, the guy that gave us the offer and everything. Um, so we all had pretty much gone to Justin's house, which was in Hagerstown area. And the mor- next morning, we wake up to drive to Cincinnati, and we got hit with a huge storm, snowstorm. And there was like two foot of snow. <laughs> oh, wow. Was it? <laughs> So so let me let me real quick. So you you had to record two songs for this guy. You put them on us. You recorded them. Everything was good. Then he's telling you he wants you up there in Cincinnati. He wants you to play. Mm-hmm. You're heading up there, and so you got hit with a uh, snowstorm. That is wild. Did you, did you ever think that was like a sign? Were you like driving up there like, is this a sign? Is this what is this? <laughs> like, no. If anything, it was the the depiction of my life and how everything kind of unfolded up yeah. to that point um okay. because we we had a van it was a diesel van but that thing wasn't hauling us through the snow so we had to actually borrow justin's dad's f2 350 i don't know it was some redneck truck <laughs> so, big raised truck town maryland down there <laughs> yeah. don't worry boys i got a truck that are driving in the snow so uh we crammed up in there and drove eight hours and played a show um, got really drunk and signed a record deal. Um, it wasn't his label. He was like our manager at that point and yeah. he got signed, you know, to Sumerian. But it was just, I don't know, man. I guess that those are things you kind of make stories about. But at the time, you're kind of like, you got to be kidding me. Well, it's just, it's just crazy because, like, you know, you, you go from all these little bands i won't say they're shitty but all these semi-good bands and then yeah. things start clicking for you and then you know you're up in cincinnati and getting hammered because you know you're signed to a label yeah <laughs> so, yeah yeah and it wasn't just, like we were just playing any show like the show you were actually playing was like with bands that were massive so it wasn't like we went up there for an audition and played for just him you know there's hundreds of people that have no idea who we are and you just kind of wing it at that point. We're used to playing in front of people we know, and then you know, completely unfamiliar territory. Hey, well. So you guys obviously. got thrown into the fire. God, that's what happens in the music industry, I guess. <laughs> there is no time to prepare yourself. It seems that way. It literally seems like it's either you know, one day you're you know just playing a gig, and then the next day you're on stage with you know a huge band. You're just like, damn, how did I get here? <laughs> like, yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. man. Well, okay, well, you know, since we're speaking about 
the band, I the Breather, name of the band. Um, what was the, what are some like, what are your favorite times in this band? Like, what is your, you know, what are, what are the the highs and the lows? What's what's happening? What are the best times and the low times? Let me take a sip of beer for this one. <laughs> um, man. It's crazy. You you take ten years of a career and then you try and like cram it into like a something in five minutes. It's it's really. Uh, um, well, no, I mean like I'm sure I'm sure there there ha- there's many moments that are extorted like amazing, but what are the ones that like if you close your eyes right now it's the first one that pops to your head of great great times. Oh, there's a couple funny ones. Um, let's just go with the funny ones because that's good, okay. man. Like yeah. um. So we got an offer to do, I mean, this is a little bit while back, but I, you know, I jumped from future yeah. that, like, or whatever, it, it'll all work out the same way, but we've, we've all seen, uh, um, X-Men days of future past. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> so just stay with me. But, um, so we had been working really hard to get, you know, moon and, and on the right track to get good offers for tours so eventually in the summer of 2012 we got the offer that basically we had been waiting for like our whole entire career and we're in a hotel room in somewhere i think we had all just like agreed on like different royalties and splits and writers splits and all that stuff that stuff that no one really cares about but it ruins bands in the background but uh we were all kind of unhappy about how you know we're splitting it all up and then out of nowhere, a manager calls and he's like, "So, uh, got some huge news for you guys." And I'm like, "Okay," because at this point we're rolling into the summer. We have no summer tour. We just released the album in December, and we're like losing our minds because you want to be on a big tour in summer. He goes, "How would you like to tour slip?" And I'm like, "Uh, well, Chris, I hope you're not messing with us because that's really low, man. Like, you, you know, like." That's not something you ask and then like say, oh, I'm just joking. You're going on this really small fucking tour and it's not really your band's not doing well and all that stuff. So, you know, long story short, we accepted the tour. We found out we're touring with Slipknot, Slayer, Motorhead, Anthrax, a bunch of huge bands that are like doing it um, musically. And um, so, you know, fast forward to, you know, the summer when everything's unfolding. Um, you know, I leave because I got a DUI on St. Patrick's Day. My life is falling apart. Um, when I leave, I found out our guitar player was like, you know, uh, uh, getting into arguments with the with the DJ of Slipknot. So at this point, I'm just like, whatever. I get back on the tour. Um, everything's working out great. And then I think like a couple of days later after that, someone had gotten insanely drunk and uh, broke the uh, bathroom and there was piss just running all up and down our aisle like throughout the night while we're sleeping that's the from, bus right the tour bus yeah in the bus um and the next day we go to check our merchandise to like get more shipped out and the piss had gone all over the merch because the, the merch area was directly <laughs> under the uh the toilet so that was one, one of the fun highlights um that you know, was just... a fun highlight. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I mean, because because when you hear things are going shitty and then yeah. something like that happens, it always brings like at the end of the tunnel, and you're like, okay, that's funny. You know, you got karma. That's pretty funny. I mean, um, and it breaks up again. <laughs> you know, he's on tour. He's on tour with Slipknot, and the next thing you know, it there's piss running down, and I'm. <laughs> <laughs> but uh. Yeah, I mean, like, there's a lot of other, like, fun things. I mean, one of the first... One of the things that you were saying, so, like, um, a lot of people don't know this, but, you know, like you were saying, when you were going over royalties and where the money's going to go and all this other stuff, you made a good point saying that that can make or break a band. And yeah. you know, a lot of people don't know the behind the scenes. They just think it's, oh, album tour, album tour. But realistically, there's so much other shit that's going on that can really hurt or, or make a band. So that's that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, and like, you know, going to negatives right now, we'll, we'll try and keep it, uh, you know, optimistic gotcha. at this point. And, uh, gotcha. you know, there's many other good times out on tour. My wife on tour, um, 
I was actually dating a girl at the time, and I think she was like doing Suicide Girls or some stuff by my back. And I'm pretty sure at that time my wife ruined me, and that girl was in Las Vegas with me at the time. And I literally walked back in my hotel hotel room and told her and her friend to leave, like just be gone, like you're not gonna do like that stuff behind my back. And then you know, fast forward, um, I'm playing in Chicago. And she is at the show with her boyfriend at that time, who was friends, our friend's band. I just got yelled at by my guitar player because I was smoking weed in the back, and he was threatening to quit. And uh, I come out, and it's funny because she still ridicules me to this day. She was like, hey, like, how's it going? And I was like, hey, what's up? And I just walked by her. And then, like, now here we are, and I have a kid, and uh, I'm married to her. It's just funny that we, like, look back on that time, the first time we ever met oh god um <laughs> and uh that's like and our our memory of our first time meeting each other yeah oh god well that's crazy i mean that's that's cool though that's cool because like you were doing what you love and she just happened to be there so not only you know she got to experience that before she even knew you but it's awesome yeah it's funny because like look you know like going down the road and she's like you talk thing and i'm like do you Tommy met. <laughs> I literally walked by you and said, "Hey, what's up?" Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. So, so did you? I mean, how did how did that work? Did you approach her? Did you say, "Let's go out"? What was the first date like? I mean, dude, with me and my wife. So I remember one day she posted because we had been friends for many years. Because like yeah. you know, this is back in MySpace when I first met her. So when she said hi to me at this show, we had spoken before, but like it wasn't like we were like. We haven't met, so it was weird for me. And I had a girlfriend at the time, so I wasn't about to entertain anything or make her boyfriend jealous or whatever. But um, so years go by, and she's like, you know, uh, bad boyfriend after bad boyfriend. And uh, she posts on Facebook one day, I'm so tired of guys. Like, I give up, blah, blah, blah. Me being me, I love my challenges. I go, you know, so um, if I fly out to Milwaukee, will you let me take you on a date? And she goes, uh sure i guess and like you know we start talking and stuff and then you know that was that like i i flew out to milwaukee and uh everything hit it off um at that point by the time i got to milwaukee we had been talking for i don't know maybe two months and i'll always remember this we uh she's leaving for work and i had been there for maybe like two weeks at this point and she's like leaving and i go i love and I stopped, and she's like, wait, what did you just say to me? <laughs> she's, yeah, I'm like, at that point, like, do I, like, say what I was going to say or whatever? But it was all good. Like, I told her I loved her and that, like, I was happy I had these feelings for her. And, you know, that, that was that was that at that point, you know. Now, were you um, were you still in the band when this all happened? Still, yeah. That was, was still together. Everything was good. That, that was when the band was, like, getting going. That was okay. after Mayhem Festival at Sipnot. Um we had we were working on an album which would would be called life reaper at that point we were getting ready to release the third album everything was going great also all all this crazy shit that's happened to you is finally starting to you know it's starting you're starting to see light at the end of the tunnel you just met this girl well you didn't really just meet her meet her but you just yeah. you know, started you know talking to her your band's starting to go good everything's starting to go good and then well, what happened? What happened to the band? So basically, um, oh, that's a difficult question. <laughs> you know, I had I had been telling myself for the past week, I'm not I'm not gonna do any bad on anybody. And the most I'll say at that point is we had business differences. Going back to what you said earlier about split, um, and things in the back end business wise that wasn't how I wanted it to be done I went from making money in my van to the last three years of me touring I was making no money at all so here I am in a situation where it's not just about me anymore yeah. I've got a kid I have to feed on the way you know he's not born yet but I know it's coming um, and I, you know I had to make a decision at that point like I'm not making any money I'm living my dream I've already done what i wanted to do i've toured you know canada america europe you know australia i've done that but um 
it kind of came down to the point where I had to put my dreams away for the future of my family and the money wasn't coming in my wife wanted me home and at that point you know she had left me because I wouldn't stop touring because yeah. I you mean know. I, was, I was gonna say that I was gonna say even if the money was coming in you would never be home I mean that's like that's a thing that dist- I mean a lot of musicians have that struggle internal yeah. struggle I mean that's an internal problem you know yeah. like you're just sitting there you want to you know you said you have a you know your son's on his way and you're I mean even if you like I said even if you were making that money you would you know knowing you you would probably still choose family yeah because, you know you you have a you know I've met your mom your dad your brother you have a close family so mm-hmm. like, no, knowing you you probably would have did that so even if you we're making that money so i can see that that's cool it, it took a long time though man because when you're in the industry your brain just gets worked that's why they always say these things like you know you sold your soul to the devil or the illuminati like it's not it's not a figurative speech where you're literally going to the devil and saying you know you've got me but your life becomes so entwined in what your label wants what your management wants because management label and booking agent are aren't getting paid unless you're on the road so they're all filling you with oh it's fine look at all these other singers that are doing it look at all these other musicians that are doing it with the kid but dude for me i don't care this this guy's savage right right now on on the chat sorry bro i got him from work and i didn't change (laughs) (laughs) oh man well so you know so that pretty much just you you, did you guys just mutually just say that's it it's over it's done was there a phone call was it or was it one of those you know like whatever (laughs) uh it kind of came down to like we had a chat with the label and then i kind of threw the curveball it was like well if that's the situation you know i'm done and and like i love everybody but you know i got to think about me first at this this point and I'm not benefiting. Like I said, I'm not, make, I'm not making any money. Yeah. Which at that time didn't make any sense to me because our last tour is we were making the most money we ever made, and still somehow, no money was going into my pocket at the end of the day. It just wasn't adding up to me. So I was like, "Goose, yeah. see ya." Well, I mean, you've been friends with these bandmates. I mean, they had to understand that. Like, I mean, not to pry too much into it. I'm, I'm sure some of them were upset because they were you know happy they're in a band and they're they're doing the thing but they had to in the end they had to be like it's cool you're doing it for your family you know <laughs> the kids man yeah the kids um you know i love and respect them i haven't spoken to them since um i've tried to um but there's bad blood there there's no understanding there's no uh there's no you know I don't know. Even on my way to my wedding, I reached out and was like, "Hey, like, someone answer a phone. Like, let me talk. You know what I mean? Like, I need closure. You probably need closure. Like, let's be grown-ups about this." But it never went to that point. Really? That's that's crazy. Yeah. So, did you not prep them before that conversation with the label, or did they just disagree with your decision? Uh, I think maybe there's some underlying. Uh, hatred towards the decision um, but at that point you know it, was, it wasn't like I didn't form them they knew where I was going life. so it wasn't I came out and said it but it was kind of expected like you know what I mean like the, the hammer finally you, falls yeah, yeah like you see you see the, the carpenter coming and you know the house is going to be built and then you're mad because it starts to be built uh, you knew it was coming like there was a baby on the way baby was born no money's coming in and connect the dots here you know damn but life that is life <laughs> but dude I, I'll put it to you this way man I've never been happier like I'm happy in my and I and I and then everything that happened in my life previously taught me so much and i'm happy about that dude well um what are you doing now what's 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 life bringing to you well as the guy said earlier you know 
who who wears a suit to chill at home. Um, <laughs> I just came home from work. I work for Verizon. Uh, I have to wear a suit to work. Sometimes when I come home, I don't feel like getting in the sweatpants and stuff. So I just I don't like wasting my my clothing. So I don't want to wear multiple things. Help my wife out a little bit. But uh, you know honestly, what? I'm the same way. I'll wear my work clothes all day. I just I don't care to get out of them. Yeah, because when I go to sleep, I'm wearing my boxers. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, that, that, why change well, into sweats at that, that point? You know. That answers that question. Cross <laughs> that off. Ooh. I mean, Rob, if it's with you, there might not be any boxers. <laughs> oh man, don't make me tell stories. Um, so... I can't I can't free ball to bed. My my wife absolutely hates. When my junk like sticks to her, her back, <laughs> I, uh, I I can understand. I guess uh, yeah. we're worried about the little one running in all the time because he he does that and he'll just like camp out and we're like we, we can't be naked in bed. <laughs> oh man, my penis is just too small. It just it's embarrassing. <laughs> Damn boy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, I lost my train of thought. God. I, I know, TV. man. <laughs> getting um, old, Rob. I I am getting I am getting old. Okay, so you work for Verizon. That's all. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. Honestly, I enjoy dressing up. I like wearing suits. I like wearing a dress shirt. I like. It just it says something. It's like that Mad Men, the, that Mad Men that TV show. It's like. That's it a nice something. pocket square you got, by the way. <laughs> yeah the funny thing is is like my my dress wear hasn't changed much because when i was touring i was uh i was wearing a black a black uh blazer on top of like a you know semi-casual look yeah. with like a, it was like kind of like a gq with a little streetwear and then i start working now and here i am back in a damn blazer i just i can't escape <laughs> and, and and I'll be the first to say I don't like ironing my clothes all the time and, and like yeah. hey you put a jacket on all the little creases and stuff underneath they kind of just disappear they actually make wrinkle re wrinkle free shirts now by the way I found yeah. out I need recently. to buy like six of those this guy on your guys chat is just like he seems like one of those spoiler guys like I would never want to have him oh, on my Facebook wow. if I was watching The Walking Dead <laughs> <laughs> oh man, these people! Any, oh wow! Did he scream for you? I am so <laughs> impressed by that, in a not good way. <laughs> oh, here I'll just spoil this for you. Yeah, I'm there we for the journey all. anyway. Like th that's we just all. my position. I don't mind spoilers personally, but <laughs> but sir, you're an asshole. Who <laughs> <laughs> does that? Oh, all right. So, what brings me to the next? My ne the one thing that I wanted to ask um, is I, I'm friends with you on Facebook. I see it all the time. Talk to me about Madden. Talk to me about games. You have definitely stepped up your gaming a little bit more than you used to. Now, <laughs> what is your favorite game? What do you like to play? What What is your platform? What is What do you do? What is? So, I play Xbox. Um, when I first started gaming, my mindset was, well, maybe if I play Xbox and people have to pay for this shit, that I'm not going to deal with douchebags all the time. <laughs> Little did I know that years down the line, I would still be stuck because I've invested all my gaming career into Xbox that, uh, yeah, there's still a bunch of little pieces of shit out there. I um, that's not I gonna think, change. Uh, it's just it's the nature of humans, honestly. There there are enough of us around that are just assholes. Yeah, it, it's statistically but, implausible for them not to exist. Yeah. So my my go-to is Madden. Um, I. <sighs> my kid is off the wall right now. I apologize. But um, family Madden, a podcast. We understand. Oh, uh, he's like two rooms away, but he he's so loud. He's got vocals like his father. Yeah. <laughs> you want to say hi to him? Do you come here? 
dun 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 You wanna say hi? Dun 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 Welcome to the internet. This is so shy, I love it. I love it. Hey Jude, they wanna say hi. No? No. Oh look. He is he is Alright, well, I, there goes their chance. <laughs> this he is, is just, delightful. He, he is at that age where he just doesn't want anybody to look at him. Dude, my kid gives absolutely no fuck. Like, he <laughs> just doesn't care. Like, he's the type of kid that, like, if you're, like, burst out here, I gotta take a shit. Mm. He's, like, two seconds in, like, boom, 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 boom. And he literally scares the shit out of you, and then you're like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> does, does, uh, do you let him play video games? Does he play video games? You know, the crazy thing is, is that I, I got like a scuff controller and like I don't really use my elite controller that much anymore. And he yeah. literally sit next, sits next to me with a with my elite controller with the batteries out of it. Oh, Many man. people would punch me in the face for putting a $170 controller in a kid's hand. But if he enjoys it next to me, so be Yeah, it's, it's and, more time with him, you know. Yeah. I mean, and you don't tell me what to do in front of my kids, sir. <laughs> that is see i mean i mean that's just today's world i mean think about it if it was like years ago you'd be you know doing something totally different but nowadays us as parents that's how we bond with our kids i mean I, you know my daughter she pretty much she's three so she chews on every damn thing right now so <laughs> um she chews on the controller but other than that though she uh, yeah you know, she plays with it, so I, I can see that. I, I do know, I think we were doing a podcast where I was talking to Alex, and his son's trying to get better at reading, so he's walking around playing Pokemon. I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the original Game Boy version, too. Like, we've got him in a oh, Game Boy Color, wow. Pokemon Blue, and we're so using that to practice of, reading. A lot of dialogue there. Yeah. Yeah. So. He's, well, I mean, he's good, you know, though, man. Like, he does He... I... For me, being in a Christian band and then learning about it, like, I've just learned to be free. And I'm so glad that my, like, son has kind of, like, un not understood, but, like, he's he's grown around that. So he doesn't repeat stuff that, that we don't make a big deal about. So, like, me cursing sometimes, he may rarely drop an F-bomb here and there. I mean, we're talking once a week. Yeah. It's, so it's not, it's not like he's habitually, like, you know telling people to f off and stuff <laughs> so. Dude, you, you gotta you have to be naive to think that kids nowadays don't know cuss words that's stupid i mean yeah. even on regular cable they're saying ass and, and stupid shit <laughs> so it's like for me that's not even a bit that's not like the, my son literally has so many manners he treats people with respect he says yeah. thank you and please that's what i care about but yeah, back back on back on the gaming stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, that's what I care about. Um, like, yeah, I'm all you, about. Uh, what's up? Do you stream? Do you stream? Do you? I used to stream and I didn't have to cheat around as much during my free time. But now it's kind of caught. I it, I would stream, but like when I play like football stuff. It can get exciting, but I'm also the, the type of player that I'll literally throw away a game in two drives, and then I'll come back and win. And many people don't like to come into a stream where, like, someone's down, and, like, it's kind of, like, stagnant, and then, like, I don't know where it turns. Um, I'm trying to get better at other types of games, because Madden is, like, my... That's my... Your go-to. Yeah. That's my go-to. If somebody all, beats me in Madden... Yeah, if somebody beats me in Madden, then then they should be crowned. Cause uh, I don't know, not, not to be cocky or anything. I just I just know football. It's I like mean, fast-paced checkers. If you're good at checkers or good at chess, you're good at it. I just I don't know what you just heard, Alex, but I just heard a challenge. Uh, you go right ahead. <laughs> I just uh, I, I'll only accept well, challenges in uh in Smash, uh, Brawlhalla, or Rocket League. All right, well, we'll, uh, we'll, We'll, no uh, Madden challenges here. <laughs> we'll talk about the challenges off. Have you done any competitions or anything? I mean, you, you sound like you're pretty good. I used to play competitions back in 2012, but then they made um, esports arena and stuff like that illegal in Maryland. So I'm not, I'm not 
gonna play for free. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, I mean, go you're Maryland. Good what you, you're good at what you do. You pay for it, right? Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, man, this guy just needs. Why he wants to be a moderator, but he's just like a negative net point. <laughs> you know, that's that's life, though. That's what we have. We have negative yeah. answers everywhere. I feel like my wife made a username and she's over there. To trash. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, her. She's like, yeah, I'm saying all this shit right now. <laughs> <laughs> Fight me! Uh, so no, Are you ready to be on it? You wanna say hi? Hi! I don't think I can see you. Oh, we, I can, we can see him. Oh. Andy, Come here. Andy, Come here. I, I, well, he can't see me. I don't know why I was waving. <laughs> oh. Why are you so shy right now? You're a little rock star. We're gonna ask him questions. So, <laughs> easy killer. Easy, yeah, easy. <laughs> oh, man. He's not even shy, which is crazy, man. He. Who's this? Everybody has that moment. Everybody has that moment in life where they're kind of. I'm on OTV too, yeah, it's crazy, right? <laughs> what do you, um, so I got a question for you. With, um, so, like, what do you, what do you do now? I mean, I mean, like, like, for hobbies, because, you know, you, you're married, you have, you have a son, um, you're working, probably full-time, obviously, and, like, what do you do? I mean, it's for a hobby. I, outside of... Oh, there he goes. He's opening up. You ready to come say hi now? Come on. No. But, uh, I play Ultimate Frisbee. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I would expect him flag football or, like, soccer or something. Ultimate Frisbee? Full contact? Sure. You know how much skill Ultimate Frisbee requires? Uh, no, 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 no. There's no beef. I just wasn't expecting oh, that. Oh, no. Yeah, I mean, no, um, like, that is wild. <laughs> all right. All right. Um, yeah, Ultimate Frisbee is great. It's like football and soccer mixed together. So I'm like all about. Yeah. Huh. Um, and then video games, and my son, and uh, in the summer we do a thing called Geoke. If you've ever heard of. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, I've uh, played around with that when I was uh, stationed out in New Mexico, and uh, it was just, it was a blast. Yeah. Um, I've never heard of it, but it, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's perfect so, for Jude because he thinks it's like a treasure. You see a map and, yeah. Oh, oh okay, okay. I think, uh, I think I know what you're talking about. Uh, yeah, it's, it's like, like a GPS-enabled... Like... Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. A GPS-enabled treasure hunt. And and you take something, you leave something. It it's it's really interesting. Okay, okay, that's pretty cool. That's just it's so wild to me. Ultimate frisbee is definitely a sport. I mean, I've seen this thing. I mean, it's it's getting more recognition every year. But I think it's mm -hmm. crazy because I know you. <laughs> that you're playing this. <laughs> um, it's just you know, it's just it's just different. I mean, you know, we all. When, when we know each other as a, as young, when we're in high school and stuff, we all think we know what, which way they're going in life, like certain people. Yeah, and it's yeah. always it's always wild to see where everyone is now. It's, it's just outrageous. It is, it is crazy because you have you like really popular people that like, yeah, they're not so popular anymore. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's just like, it's just, I mean, there was people that we went to school with that are like in jail for murdering people. <laughs> Yes, um, there is a couple. That, do I doesn't do I know any? Um, I know one of them. His name was Sean. I forget his last name. That's probably um, for the best. <laughs> yeah, he. Uh, well, I can tell you real, real quick. Sad story, and this is really this is pretty sad. But he, um, he molested and killed his infant daughter. Wait, I remember a creepy strong guy who went to school, but I kind of <laughs> think it'd be him. Did he have a, a sister cousin or something that went to school with us? I think he had, uh, I think he might have had a brother. Uh, huh. His, his brother recently just died over uh, drugs, but, you know, that's pretty much everybody and where we grew up at. Oh, <laughs> All right, babe, can you please come get him? 
going crazy. He's going rogue. I think my dad's going crazy. <laughs> my dad's going crazy. <laughs> Mom's spaghetti. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Why so, you off the mic? <laughs> um, what is um? I know we covered a lot and everything, but what's what's next? What do you want to do with your life? What's what's next in the? You want to work for Verizon forever, or what's happening? What's the retirement um, plan? Got that 401k? Well, I mean, <laughs> I want to know. I mean, I don't know what I'm doing. Let's just say, look, I'm 32 years old, and I'm, I am just raising my daughter. I'm, I'm married to my wife, and I, I still don't know what I want to do with the rest of my life. I mean, so it's just, it's still kind of scary. But do I really have to know? I mean, no. It, sometimes that's the point for some people. Yeah. Uh, Sean, are you still rambling, or have you picked a path yet? Um, so here's the little thing about me. Oh, here we go. Uh, I don't plan. I don't have a fallback. And I make it work. <laughs> so, <laughs> that, so you were just, you were the renaissance man. <laughs> Yes, so what I'm saying is when I'm 55 and dying, I'll figure out a way to... (laughs) (laughs) Worry about it, then. Alright. You're literally describing the way I play Red Dead Redemption. I mean, I just just go wherever the the horse takes me, and if people get in my way, I shoot them. I mean, (laughs) shit happens, right? (laughs) I've been been compared to Far Cry, so I'm a little... Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, that's crazy. No, I mean, I always thought like you know, because music was such a big part of your life. If I, you know, I always wanted to know if you would. I wouldn't say get back into the music scene as a singer, but more of you know, like a producer or something. Kind of yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. I just don't like people in the industry that's yeah. fair well why don't you yeah no i, mean, I, you I, I get that <laughs> you could be the one that changes it but like you're asking me to do so much work and probably not much payback while i have to focus on a kid at that point um bands at, at, at a point in time and i think we're having issues with no we're good um I was managing bands, and it just sent the new generation where you and how lazy and how much they back things to just much worse in the music industry. So I'm not about to sit here and make some kid that thinks I'm just going to hand him something because he can sing a couple notes the biggest deal of life or help him make the best album of his life because he it's very rare to find a musician that actually deserves what they're working for because people can pick up a guitar play a couple of notes their music and their singer can sing a couple of notes and they have a fucking producer come in and create their lyrics and meld i ain't about that you know what i mean i like well, natural raw well i think i definitely i agree with you dead well now i wouldn't say dead but i the old ways are definitely dead because with social media, with, uh, you know, like, for instance, I mean, like, you can be YouTube famous. You don't need a manager. You can manage yourself. <laughs> like, right. You know, you can, you know, so I can see it definitely changing. Um, it's eliminating jobs, for one, but, you know, it definitely is definitely changing. So, yeah, that's, that's a good point. It's, it's definitely changing. And it's it's pan music too. It's not isolated in rock. Like the the SoundCloud yeah. rapper phenomena exists, and it, it exudes the same uh, entitlement that that mm-hmm. Sean was talking about with the uh, the the young kids coming up in rock. Like everything is super easy now, and we we don't have a good context for how easy our lives are now like mm-hmm. our grandparents were starving flat out yeah. like <laughs> yeah we, we've got food for years that, right like, we literally do yeah so just... it just it, there there is that cultural shift and we haven't gotten used to it yet 
It'll come, and when and when the time comes, I I will reassert, and I'll I'll try. You know, because that's one thing I've always learned about me is that no matter what position I am musically, I'll make it work. Just like I do when things hit last minute, I'll make it work. So I know that at any given time, you could put me in a studio and most likely go in there and write some good quality music. Might need a couple of days or two. Or I can go to a studio with a band and help produce a good album if the heart's there. So it's not like I've completely given up on the aspect of it. Just yeah. not now. I haven't seen anything that's worth my fucking time. I just haven't. Like, like, when was the last time you heard like a new band come out that was, like, holy shit, like, damn, you know, this I is this, good. I have this conversation with my wife. Um, one of the few things that we bond over is music, and we both agree that the scene that we grew up with is totally gone, <laughs> mm-hmm. and or it's underground, and it's just kind of one of those things where it's like. I don't feel like it's digging just, for it anymore. With, yeah, with I mean, how me prolific everything is on YouTube, Spotify, and everything else, it, there's no reason to have to dig for it. No. I mean, dude, can you guys, Rob, you probably remember this. Remember, like, the drive through record DVDs where you had Finch, oh, yeah. the starting yeah. line, and the early November, and, like, dude, that's what made me want to play music. Dude, I remember... um you know, it's just, it's one of those things where you would, I, I would go to their website, Drive Food Records, and you can literally buy a record with all those bands on there for $2 and just pay $5 shipping. <laughs> but yeah, it's just, you know, and then I, I just heard some tragic news. People that live in Maryland, the record and tape traders is finally closing after 40 years. <laughs> yeah. So that just, it definitely shows you. I mean, the music is just, you know, it's, I don't. I always have this debate: Is it the music's changing, or are we changing because we're getting old? It, it's both. You with the proliferation Man. of all the tools and stuff, like like Fruity Loop Studio or Ableton or any literally any of the thousands of tools that exist, the market's just super saturated. The supply's gone up. Yeah. So I like have this decreased. conversation all the time with like not just my friends and I'm gonna put it here I'm gonna flip the podcast it's my turn to interview you guys for a second yeah or ask ahead. ask a question um, I'm a Leo <laughs> <laughs> so so here's the mind blower first all right let's start with movies yeah. right. what was the last comedy classic made Ooh. For me, I would probably have to say um, I really enjoyed uh, Wedding Crashers. That was uh, a pretty good one. But, but do you really think? I created it was a great movie. Was it like the caliber like, as to where like your hat baked or like your movies like that that were like a staple in the industry for comedy? I feel like the movies that. The comedy movies that are more successful are great, but I think the movies that weren't successful are great. One of my favorite all-time comedy movies of all time is Black Sheep, with <laughs> you know, Chris Farley, a lot of yeah. people, yeah, a lot of people don't like that, but I remember in fifth grade watching it and laughing my ass off <laughs> and crying. That was like one of the last times I actually cried <laughs> watching the comedy. What <laughs> <laughs> about you, Alex? Uh, Naked Gun 33 and a third was the last classic comedy to be produced. Uh, Naked Gun. Yeah. Naked Gun. Yeah. No, and that, that's that? a little obscure. Uh, it's like Airplane, but yeah. with a spy okay. movie. Uh, hilarious. It's like, it's just, a, it's a parody movie. It's making fun of things, but also has its own story. Yeah. Like, would you put, like, Super Bad and, like, Panda Ex- or uh, Pineapple Express into that classic category? Absolutely not. It's yeah. a contemporary classic, absolutely. But it, they're totally different breeds of comedy. Like, the, the Chevy Chase, Dan Aykroyd era of comedy is is wholly classic. There's no there's no beating Bill Murray's deadpan. Now, or, or John yeah, there's no, no fucking Night at the Roxbury coming there's yeah. no like, yeah well yeah. i also think that in 15 years 
these movies that you're listing that aren't classics will be classics to people our age now. Yeah. So bullshit. There's no way. There's no fucking <laughs> no. way. Super bad. Just... Are Super you kidding? Bad. No, Super it, that's generate. That's like a exactly what humor was for us at that time frame. Yeah. Like, it is so. It's kind of like saying that. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, I was gonna say it's kind of like could you imagine something like Dave Chappelle show coming out now. A Dave Chappelle. Ooh. So no, like, like the show premiering like, right now. Yeah. Say Dave Chappelle next. Does America literally shit his pants and just like go into a full downward spiral of comedies ruined, or there are they like, oh my god, comedy vibes. There's no filters. There's no. I feel like it all goes back to like the 90s itself. You could be raunchy, you can say what you want to say, you can be racist, you can be anything, and people's feelings can be hurt as much as they would now. And I feel like comedy, a lot of comedians now rely solely on um, politics to make their, their thing. And oh, yeah. I, I, to me, I don't find that funny because it's like, okay, how many jokes can you make about Donald Trump? Before it starts getting old and you it know. was funny for the first year. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it didn't even last that long for me. Like I couldn't make it through the election yeah. cycle before I was bored with it. Yeah. Now yeah, I will yeah, say yeah. this: if you look at Donald Trump, you, you're gonna laugh. But <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Have you seen like Have you seen like the statues and stuff they make of him? Oh That's yeah, pretty oh. fucking funny. Yeah. In other countries, uh, right? And then they destroy yeah. it and do some dumb, they, dumb shit. <laughs> blow. They have yeah. to blow up. Um, yeah, in London. Oh, yeah. uh, oh, let's not get into a political downwards <laughs> spot. To deal with that shit tomorrow. Tomorrow's oh, gonna be a shit show. We'll see. Oh, uh, are you gonna vote? Um, I feel like I, my, my family was probably my family too. I think. I think. Yeah. Almost being retarded. Um, I uh, I we got a Twitch machine unplugged. What is that? Oh God, I don't know what that is. We always have technical difficulties. That is like I am five hundred and some miles away. So, are you you Um, okay, Rob? Are are you feeling isolated? I am pretty lonely on the beach. I had to wear shorts today. Sucks. What other crazy stuff can we talk about right now? Now that we're, well, you know, all right. So Sean, you know, I really haven't got a chance to, you know, tell the viewers or the listeners at home a funny story about you that they oh, haven't heard. Uh oh. Um. So I had this. Can I have a beer before this starts? Well, you can get up. I'm gonna tell them the story. <laughs> no, I'll, wait, I'll, wait. <laughs> <laughs> I'll crack the beer in front of you. Hold on. Um, all right, right. we are at an hour, by the way. That's fine. I'm going to tell him the story, and this is going to be hopefully the closing. The closing ceremonies of this. uh... All right. Oh, oh, look. There he is. (laughs) Hey, Sean, you're strong. (laughs) We've got a brand new streamer (laughs) on our hands. Sean, Sean, you're strong. You got really small, Sean. (laughs) Oh, man. He even laughs like me. Honey, you shunk the shot. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. Oh man. Alright, so you ready for this? You ready for these uh this I'm gonna you know we're coming up to an hour, everyone. We're gonna end this podcast on a funny note, and I have a great story about Sean. Well it's kinda two stories into one, but I'm gonna quickly tell. So I I've known Sean, I think I met him in eighth grade on the bus, and we really didn't start hanging out or talking until um, high school and in high school we had a group of friends and we always used to do dumb stuff um, unfortunately Alex wasn't a part of this he was on the other time other side of Joppa town where we grew up at. Yeah. It was like a it was like different boroughs if you want to say yeah you, basically yeah basically and so we were on a town a side called e-town um, and so we used to do just dumb shit so one day my uh, my uncle um, you know, love the guy now, but before he was an asshole. He used to have a, a cattle prog. 
right? Oh God! <laughs> and he he used to try to wake me up, like just jab it while I was sleeping. I mean, he was. I mean, nowadays it's definitely child abuse. Back then, it, it borders. Um, <laughs> but uh, so you know, so I stole it one day, and I go down the street, and I start you know joking with it and playing with it. Then I go over to Sean's house, and Sean and Jeff and John and uh, I think Josh Allen Martinez was there. We were all just hanging out. And um, Sean had this great idea. He was like, put it up to the doorknob, and I'm going to touch the doorknob on the other side. Let's just see if the electric electricity goes through the doorknob. <laughs> Sean, did that electricity go through the doorknob? If I remember correctly, uh, I may have pissed, <laughs> pissed my pants. Yes, yes. You know, I think... I can't see you not having pissed your pants from that exchange. <laughs> <laughs> you know... We used, to, we used to just do some crazy stuff. I think one time it was um, cicada season, and Sean and I would Ugh. fire them up and eat them. <laughs> yeah, no dude. Fair. I never yeah. got the chance I mean, to try them that year. I wanted well, to. We, uh, dude, we were mixing batters in, in his parents' uh, kitchen all damn day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mom. We were doing some, <laughs> some crazy stuff. But no, I mean, I have lots of memories of Sean, but I think that's one of my favorites. I mean, that and he used to have Christmas ornaments outside. If his parents are listening, I do apologize. But we used to jump off Sean's roof and then try to hunt his um, Christmas ornaments. <laughs> <laughs> so this. Is I remember us. These bushes are gone. Are they really, dude? I haven't been. My uh, my grandfather still lives in Java Town, but I don't. I don't really go back that way too much. I, had I a, actually uh, still live in Java Town. I live in. Rum Oh, nice. We're nice. actually looking dude, at the place on Rumsey ourselves. Dude, that's the fancy part of Joptown, by the way. Hey, it's in an island. Right on Shore Drive. I graduated to the bro. Yeah, that's where I live, man. Uh, nice. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I'm so, What? I had to get the sh I had to get the fuck out of Harford County in Maryland. <laughs> yeah, we're looking west hard. It's uh, it's it's weird in Maryland in a lot of ways. Well, we're, you we're, know, we're, we're one of the ready. things. So I um, Sean, I know you. I know you don't know this. Quick, I, you know, you know to Hawaii back. Hawaii again with my wife, and then I moved to North Carolina, then South Carolina, and then. So where'd you up in Hawaii, like? Would you fuck up there? <laughs> <laughs> no, Hawaii was great. Dude, cost of living is high as shit, though. Like I paid, we paid fifteen sixty a month for a seven hundred and fifty square foot apartment. Fifteen sixty for that big. So basically, the room that you're in right now, <laughs> maybe a little bit bigger, but it it, it was so like, yeah, that's pretty tough. Yeah, it, it was, but but I lived in downtown Waikiki, so I can walk to the beach. And everybody who's anybody, musicians, athletes, or actors, anytime they come to Hawaii, that's where they go. That's where the beach they go to because that's where they teach you how to surf. That's where the big statue of Kamehameha is there. You know, it's just, you know, it's awesome. It's a cool place. But yeah. I left. I left Joppa Town because I started hanging out with the wrong people, and I and I went down a really dark. And the only way for me to get over that path is to leave Maryland 100%. And it's probably the best thing I ever did. No offense to Maryland, it's great. But unfortunately, if you make a wrong turn in Maryland, you get stuck. So I'm glad Oh, yeah. You guys Once you go down that road, man. Thankfully, the road that I went down included beer and marijuana and not really uh, yeah. anything else. Yeah. yeah. Now, the beer, mine, mine totally was the other way. But that's uh, another day, another time for the podcast so yeah uh, that's many that's many people here <laughs> so we're gonna call we're we are gonna call it a show i hope everyone yeah. enjoys All it right. i hope it was fun um you know i would love to do another episode with sean and just literally talk about music because there's so many things i can go down with i mean there's new albums that just came out with bands that i know you like that i love and i want to talk uh, about them. Dude, dude maybe two, we uh, can do Maybe you can make a thing out of it. Yeah, yeah, maybe. That'd be pretty awesome. I mean, I do 
come up to Maryland sometimes. I got to go up there because my my dealer, I mean my friend, is up there, and <laughs> <laughs> not saying names Shout on out. that one. Name drop. Um, Please don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, her her name is Aunt um, Aunt Jeanette. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> anyway, Wait, that's no, my so, aunt. What? I have an Aunt Jeanette too. That's crazy. Um, <laughs> you guys just become best friends. <laughs> 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 that's a good comedy right there <laughs> um but yeah so thank you everyone i hope you enjoy it um obviously the podcast is growing so i appreciate the love and support this video we're actually going to split it up in two parts so part one hopefully should be up in the next couple of days and then part two will be up in the next couple of days we'll have the audio on spotify itunes google play all the good the whole stuff. works so the whole works. so stay tuned and uh yeah thank you sean appreciate yeah. it Appreciate yep. you coming. All right, on. what do I do now? See you, bud. See you, man. See. You. That's actually a clean position to to punch the stream on. Stream on. Oh, oh, and the stream is off now. Okay. And um, the 